Critical thinking is the most important skill you can have when you're living in a world that seems to have lost its mind. Everyone out there is trying to tell you what to think. I want to teach you how to think. In every episode, I'm exposing the logical fallacies being used by advertisers, politicians, influencers, news outlets, social media memes, and maybe even your own best friend. Warning, listening to this podcast will cause you to see bad thinking everywhere. Welcome to the Filter Through a Brain Cell podcast. What's up, thinkers? Kathy Gibbons here. I wanted to start by sharing a review that someone left in the comments on Facebook. And first of all, I apologize because I screenshot this comment, but I seem to have cropped out the name of the person who said this, so I don't even know who said this, but it meant a lot to me. I screenshotted it and saved it. And here's what it said. Just so you know, listening to your podcast, and I'm not even through all the episodes, has already helped me be such a better debater. As I've been debating my friends on the recent topic of abortion, it's helped me see the fallacies in their arguments and to respond accordingly. I'm not getting offended by ad homonyms, but I recognize it as, wow, they have no good comeback. So they are now attacking me. (laughs) That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for leaving a review. And for sharing how the podcast is helping you, I so appreciate hearing from my awesome listeners and how they're becoming better thinkers as a result of learning these skills. And can I just ask a favor? If you haven't left a review for this show yet, would you please do that real quick, wherever you listen? Um, I just can't tell you how much it helps me and how much I appreciate it. And I want to say a big thank you to this show's sponsors, Classical Conversations. This is the homeschool program we've been using for over 10 years now, and it's where I first learned about the logical fallacies. What we love is the emphasis on teaching students how to think versus just focusing on what to think. We love the community aspect, and we have met some of our best friends through CC. You can get two free downloadable ebooks when you fill out the form at classicalconversations.com forward slash Gibbons, that's G-I-B-B-E-N-S. That's going to give you more info about homeschooling and about what on earth a classical education even is. What does it mean? You will learn there. Okay, let's dive in. The new fallacy for today is a super simple one. It's called the alphabet soup fallacy. Uh, Yes, like the soup you may have eaten when you were a kid. Okay, so alphabet soup um, or the alphabet soup fallacy is when someone uses a whole bunch of acronyms, technical language, uh, specific jargon, buzzwords, figures and codes or abbreviations in a conversation or in a speech or in an argument. And they're doing it purposefully um, in order to confuse people or to make themselves feel and sound more knowledgeable and more credible. So here's an example that a politician might use. I firmly support New Deal programs like CCC, TVA, NRA, FDIC, SSA, and WPA, whereas my opponent negligently doesn't support programs that are designed to move our city into a new era of prosperity. See how that worked? (laughs) It's basically alphabet soup. It just sounds, to the listener who doesn't know what any of those things mean, it just sounds like I'm just saying random letters. Okay, here's another example. We've got to leverage our synergy to make the paradigm really pop. Okay, really? What does that even mean? It just sounds like a, a, a bunch of word salad that's designed to sound like the person is up to date or knowledgeable, but doesn't really mean anything. That's the alphabet soup fallacy. The problem with this fallacy is probably pretty clear to you. Just because someone uses fancy sounding language does not automatically mean what they're saying is right. And it doesn't mean that they're an expert and that they know what they're talking about or should be trusted. Maybe they are and they could be, but you don't know that. They still need to make a valid argument for whatever it is that they're trying to tell you. Sometimes people will even weaponize language and use jargon with the intent of puffing themselves up 
or creating confusion. This is what you have to be on guard against, okay? They're, when they're resorting to this type of hate of behavior, it's usually because that's all they got. <laughs> they don't have a good, solid argument for or against whatever they're trying to convince you of. Now, there is a caveat to this fallacy. Some people do it innocently. They're just not being mindful of their audience. When someone works in a jargon-heavy field like the military, they get so used to using that specific language with those specific acronyms that it becomes second nature to them. It's almost like they've learned another language. Then, when they get around people who aren't in the military or don't know all the acronyms, they can forget that not everyone knows what they're talking about. And I know this is to be true because my husband used to be in the Army. And there are a ton of acronyms and technical language that they use. And when they use all those acronyms around other people in the military, it's just how they communicate. It's fine because everybody understands it's even a very efficient way to communicate. They're not committing the alphabet soup fallacy. It would be very common to hear him say something like this. When is the HD TOT on the DZ? Have the PJ check with the DZSO for the G2. Did any of that make sense to you? Probably not, unless you are also in this particular branch of the army. Well, what can happen is even when my husband is around people who aren't and have never been in the military, it just comes out. Not because he's trying to impress or confuse them, but because he's just so used to being to that being like a second language. It's just second nature. He usually catches himself and he'll use language that's easier to understand. So I think a really important distinction that we have to understand uh, and that we have to know when it comes to this fallacy is whether someone is actually committing a fallacy or not is intent. Are they purposefully using alphabet soup to impress or to give themselves credibility? Or was it just a mistake they made in not considering their audience? That's the difference. So the question to ask yourself when someone is using alphabet soup language is this. Are they doing that to try to impress me or to make themselves seem like an expert? Let me say it again. Are they doing that to try to impress me and to make themselves seem like an expert? All right, guys, that's it for today. And remember, when you learn how to think, you will no longer fall prey to those who are trying to tell you what they want you to think. And it all starts with asking one simple question. Is that really true? I would love to hear from you. Do you have questions about fallacies and cognitive biases? Are you now starting to see and hear them everywhere around you too? Well, send them in. They just might get featured on the podcast. You can email them to me at think at filteritthroughabraincell.com or you can connect with me on Instagram at filteritthroughabraincell. And if you want to be notified about when new episodes come out and all the things that we're doing, go to www.filteritthroughabraincell.com sign up to receive email updates. I would love it if you would help us on our mission to teach society how to think well. Please subscribe, leave us a review, and share this podcast with people in your life.